Hi there, welcome back if you've been before and welcome if you've never listened to me at all ever. My name is Amanda Hill and welcome to my musings. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, something really important. Everything that you send out to the world needs writing. It's called cop. It might be a Facebook post, it might be an advert, it might be an email marketing campaign. Whatever it is, you need a formula that attracts your audience and gets them to do what you want them to do. But how do you become a copywriting genius? Actually, it's relatively simple. You think like your customer. What do they expect to see? What will interest them? What will get them going all the way to the end of where you're going to give them a call to action and tell them what you want to do? Sometimes you may not want them to do anything. You just want them to see and listen to you. All of these things are called touches, be it a radio advert, TV advert, newspaper, magazine article, blog, more likely to be something they're seeing on their phone these days than anything else. But it could be a poster in the street. Whatever it is, these touches are people seeing you, seeing your business, your services, and who you are. And it all builds trust. When they trust you, they're more likely to spend money with you on whatever it is that you're looking for them to do. So what's this magic formula? Well, the first part is the headline. It may be that you're doing an email or text campaign. You've got to get them to get it open. So in your case, it's the title of that particular thing. A bit like scanning the books on the bookshelf. Which one takes your fancy? Now you've probably looked for the author first because you know that they have what you want. So you've got to kind of think like that and grab their attention. Once you've done that, the next part is really very important too. So if it's an online thing that you've written, your title should have the keywords in as well that Google is looking for, that your audience is looking for. And your first paragraph should also have those in too. It sounds complicated, but really it isn't once you've done a few. So you've grabbed their attention. You've got them to the first paragraph. You need to keep them all the way to the end. So it's got to be to the point in the language they're expecting. No point using very long words for an audience that isn't expecting it. And actually, if you go back and take out all of the words that the whole sentences will read well with out, i.e. ands and ifs and buts, and change words slightly, just to make the whole thing flow better, then you'll probably find you enjoy doing it. 
It's a bit like the essays of school. You've got to fill your page with a thousand words or whatever it was they told you to do. And I loved that, but I know many didn't. I found it a very easy medium to work with. And writing for me is actually much easier than anything else that I do. But I do realise now that that isn't the same for many people. Try and use words that excite people, that are absolutely spot on for the subject. And try and match the first letters if you can. That's called alliteration. And it actually just helps make your whole prose come alive. And when people are enjoying something, they'll do it so much more. So here's an example of hitting an audience. One of the blogs that I wrote some years ago had tens of thousands of hits on it. And the main reason was it was a bit of a racy headline and it absolutely dragged people through. But it was a clever piece of marketing as well, which is why it prompted me to write about it. And I didn't feel uncomfortable with the language that it looked like I might have been using. So let me tell you what that was about. I was helping one of my clients launch a service at one of the most expensive shows in the calendar then. It doesn't exist anymore. Mind you, most shows for uh, trade, public and whatever don't seem to uh, be getting any further these days for obvious reasons. So this show is called Erotica. And it was headlined by an erotic dancer called Dita Fontes. And it's a particular audience that will be going to this show Actually, probably quite a few people that you wouldn't expect, perhaps. Anyway, we helped them set up. We got all the stand looking how we wanted it to be. And I went for a wander. And oh my goodness, there were some eye-opening things at this particular show. But hey, it had an audience. It had a paying audience. And it definitely had some interesting stands there. You did have to look twice at some of them and wonder what on earth. However, in one of the main through fairs, I spotted something I knew. And I thought, really? And I wandered closer to see what on earth it was that had piqued my interest. And it was a picture of a logo on a banner on quite a tiny stand in comparison to, to some of these um, stands overflowing with interesting items. And I thought, what on earth are you doing here? Now, the stand was for the RSPB, the Royal Society for the Protection of Birds. And it was in the middle of a show for, let's be blunt, the sex industry. And I was just completely baffled. And then I looked at some of the marketing that they had on the stand and it made me smile. 
So they had a picture of two blue birds on a t-shirt. You can make your own headline up from what they said on it. It also had a large black bird on another one and it's a fishing bird. I used to see it a lot when I lived at the seaside as a child and it's called a shag. So my title of the blog clearly was Fancy a Shag. Now that dragged the world and his wife through to the blog to see what it was all about and actually it was what I'm telling you now a very interesting way to market. But you're thinking, like I was, what on earth were these people doing at this show? So I went and asked them. And I said, um, forgive me for asking, but why are you here? And they said to me, our marketing manager last year decided that as many of the target audiences who are here were visiting our sites at night for varying activities, they might like to come back during the day and see what actually is here. And I thought that was epic. They'd clearly done well at the previous year to be returning and it was thinking very differently. So my entire blog was all about diversity in marketing. But the title that I used probably caused quite a stir. I guess some of the people who clicked through were wondering what on earth is she on? But hey, that's fine. And others may have been disappointed that I wasn't talking about something in the title. Actually, I had a heap of comments and a lot of people coming back to me. It wasn't a huge article. They don't need to be. If you want to be seen in Google, do at least 500 words because it does need a reasonable amount to be starting picking things up. And you do really need to be careful what you want to be found for. That's probably not one I'd repeat in a heartbeat at the moment. But get your title correct. Your audience will start the journey. Keep them interested with the content and probably pictures. Most people are vis very visual. And at the end, do not forget, if you want them to do something, you have to tell them and put a call to action on it. Think of words that will excite and match what you're talking about. You're halfway there. The easiest way, start practicing. If you need a hand, please ask. And thank you again for your time. Take care.